Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Hey, good news. Yeah, really, really good news. Yeah, the caravan is on its way. That should be another caravan is on its way. So, yay. Yeah, they just keep coming. The more the merrier. What I say, but that's what everybody everything. says. The more the merrier. Keep coming. Uh, we'll just accommodate everybody. It's not a problem. Not a problem at all. We look, we are the wealthiest nation in the history of the world. Yeah. We can afford everything. Yes. People ask me, well, how are you gonna afford all this? And I find that so puzzling because you just do. You just pay for it. Just pay for it. That's all. It's back of the envelope <laughs> math. <laughs> you just pay for it. What do you mean? <laughs> you know what you do? Like I said, you just escort them right up to Canada. Plenty oh, of room up there, gosh. and they want people. If you're a hater, that's what you do. What do you mean? No, it's a gift. Canada wants more people. They do want a million. In so the they've next already three put years. on their list that they want more yeah. more immigrants. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yeah, they're gonna have to fight us for these because we want them so badly. <laughs> you're gonna have to fight us, Canada. Come and take them. I don't want to fight Canada because we're going to win. <laughs> okay. Uh, hundreds of Honduran migrants began the long trek north um, <clears throat> on Monday, part of a new U.S.-bound caravan that hopes to succeed, even as a previous wave of Central Americans were unable to quickly enter the United States. What does it take? I, I don't understand. How do you look at this and say, yep, I'm going to do it too? I'm good, but they'll let me in because um, I'm different somehow. How are you different? Why is this? How do you look at this situation as a responsible human being? Say, so, yep, I'm going to subject, subject my family and I to this. I, I just, I can't believe it. Who is going to be left in this country to fix their country so that they don't feel compelled to leave all the time? TV footage showed several hundred people in uh, San Pedro Sula huddled together and waving Honduran Honduran flags as they. (laughs) That's yeah. How does that make any sense? If you're so proud of your damn country, stay there. Fix it. If it's such a great country that you're going to wave your flag in our face as you're headed here and want everything from us, how do you? How do you think that's a good idea? That, and why would you do it? You're leaving that hell hole. Seemingly for a reason. And the reason is, it's a hell hole. Right? <laughs> Six to eight hundred have joined another caravan, according to estimates. Um, of course, we're, just, we're still dealing with the ones we have in Tijuana. Uh, 2,500 from that first caravan still at the Mexican border city of Tijuana. About 7,000 people turned around and went back home because they couldn't get in. And they were told, you're not going to get in. So what a waste. What a horrible waste and endangerment of life going that whole trip, being stopped cold, Turning around and taking that whole trip back, right back to where you started. And then all of these hundreds of people have seen that all transpire, and they're still still coming here? Wow. So when they got to, to the end of the line there, 
uh-huh. what turned them around? Was there some sort of like barrier or something there, or did they just get right up to the border and turn around just because <laughs> they just? See, there was a sort of a barrier there in San Isn't Diego. That right? Yeah. Oh, be darn. Yeah, it's strange. Twenty-four-year-old hmm. uh, caravan member Darwin Perez says, "I'm determined to find a good job in the United States." Well, if you are, then come here legally, okay? And then we will welcome you and we'll say, "Hey, I." I We'll help you find a good job. I'm sure uh, Mr. Perez has uh, already filed the necessary paperwork, right? He's already no, uh, no. Uh-uh, he's coming in the caravan. Oh, okay. Uh, he, here's what he said: It's a difficult road ahead, but I hope President Hart, President Trump's heart, might soften, and then he won't be so hard, and will let us enter. What a mo- I mean, that's just idiotic. That's just insanity. Doing the same thing, expecting different results. It's a bad plan. It's a really bad plan, <laughs> and at some point. Uh, it's it's on them. Mm-hmm. I mean, this it's we're past that point where it's on them. I, there's I, I guess because they're in different circumstances than we have here. There's no personal responsibility. I, this is just a crazy situation. <laughs> Man, uh, and there's your caravan update. Yeah, the caravan is on its way. Fun. It's just fun. You know, it's just the whole situation uh, turns out to be fun. That's, and, the, that's the word we're going yeah, with? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going and, with fun. And there's going to be a lot more fun. I mean, how many people, how many of these people are going to die on the way here? Did they have a better shot in Honduras? Maybe moving to a different neighborhood or, I don't know, doing a neighborhood watch thing, band together with your fellow neighbors. People have done that in poor and crappy neighborhoods in America. And have turned things completely around. They didn't go to Honduras. They stayed in their neighborhood. They banded together and they put a stop to the nonsense going on in in their neighborhood. You had those, um, what were they called in New York? The uh, something angels. Oh, Remember that? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Those guys. Yeah. The angels. Guardian Guardian angels, yeah. They they turned things around um, pretty well. Oh, really? It wasn't? High tax policies? No. Uh-uh. That turned a city around? No, it really wasn't. It wasn't banning salt um, no. from restaurants that made everything it's, good? And- it's when they nearly banned 24-ounce drinks. That's when That's when everything was fixed. Uh, that was that was when Utopia that arrived. And the, and the Guardian Angels. Guardian Angels so. and uh, <laughs> banning sodas. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, is that is that a concept that anybody on the left can get their head, head around? How about staying in your place... And fixing what's wrong with your with your place, especially when you're patriotic enough to wave flags as you're leaving the place right. because it sucks. You would think <laughs> you would think if the world made sense, which we know it does not, they would all be dressed in red, white, and blue, yeah. and yep. waving American flags, and uh, yep. wearing you know. Um, T-shirts that we send them that said the Falcons are the champions of the Super Bowl or whatever. Um, but stuff that's Americanized, you know? You would think. You would think. But, but they never do. They never do. <laughs> and then and then when they're demanding their rights after entering the country illegally and then breaking more laws like um, identity fraud and theft and tax evasion, they still wave the country of their origin flags. Right in our faces. It's, it. it's crazy. It's just amazing. And yet we're supposed to welcome them and say, yeah, great. That's great. Thank you for spitting in our face 
and demanding more rights. And Thank you. What's more offensive than that is how many elected officials in this country are willing to play along with that and mm-hmm. be like, yep, come on in. Oh, we hate, hate our country? Sure, whatever, come in. Are you going to vote for me? Oh, you're oh, you're in now. Mm-hmm. That's the qualifier. Mm-hmm. It's just an assumption of who's going to vote for them. Uh, do you remember when Calderon came here demanding rights, demanding that we uh, allow uh, his illegal alien citizenry to come into our country and to receive everything this country has to offer? And he stood there in front of... Congress and the Democrats loved everything he said. They essentially sided with him. Remember this speech? I strongly disagree with the recently adopted law in Hello. Arizona. It Yay! is a law. <laughs> Yay! Thank you for disagreeing with it. Yes. Standing ovation is what they give him here. The Democrats. It is a law. It is a law. A law. That not only ignores a reality mm-hmm. that cannot be erased by decree, but also introduced a terrible idea using racial, racial profiling as a basis for uh, law enforcement. For law, okay. It specifically did not allow for racial profiling. It specifically stated that in the law. And yet the Democrats uh, gave him a standing ovation for that. So, yes, uh, the Democrats, the left, is more to blame than those who are coming here because they know better. Uh, and yet they're just they're flat out working against the country. It's just it's it's hard to take. Mm-hmm. It's hard to take. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, And at uh, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, and speaking of things and people that suck uh still quite a bit of controversy over this uh gillette situation the advertisement uh where they reference bullying the me too movement and how toxic masculinity is um their slogan used to be the best a man can get now they're replacing it with the best men can be (laughs) the company wants says they want men to hold each other accountable that Thank you, Gillette, for giving us something to aspire to. Mm. Wow, I've been waiting for Gillette to step up and take the lead for men and really call us to accountability. Um, Some have praised the message, and then uh, some not so much. Now, when I checked this yesterday, uh, the the ad had 23,000 likes. And 214,000 dislikes. <laughs> Almost 10 to 1 against wow. uh, the maddening ad. And they're showing ex- examples of how, you know, we can be better men. And um, uh, I love some of, the, some of the tweets about it. In less than two minutes, you managed to alienate your biggest sales group for your products. Well done. I've been shaving since I was 12. Since the beginning, I used Gillette because that's what my father used. Now, I will never use it again, and neither will my father. Collectively, been your customers for 50 years, but never again. (laughs) So, uh, Gillette, I'm sure, is fine because they don't want the business anyway of masculine men and their toxic masculinity. 
Um, I love I, I love these. Uh, I have used Gillette razors since they sent me a free sample on my 18th birthday mm. and will no longer buy any of their products. People have called on uh, Procter Gamble to apologize. Of course, they're not going to. By holding each other accountable, eliminating excuses for bad behavior, and supporting a new generation working toward their personal best, we can help create positive change that matters for years to come. According to Gillette President Gary Coombe, I just, who do you think you are is a pretty good question, I think. Who do you, who do you think you are? You're yeah. a razor blade. Take your razor blades and stick them up your rectum. <laughs> Again, with the... With the razor rectum imagery there, it's uh, <laughs> a little rough. Um, I wonder what the uh, stock price for Bic is doing today. I hope it's going up. And Schick and everybody else who competes against these guys. It's just pathetic. Especially with the way they've run their comp- company and the ads that they've run for years. Uh, not exactly female friendly. So... Stop Stop the lectures. It looks like Gillette. Bic went up uh, 3% yesterday. Did it now? So there you go. What happened to Gillette? Uh, Check and see if Gillette that, had... That stayed pretty took a hit steady, at all. I think. Did it? Yeah, I didn't see any. Uh, I know, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's. Uh, it seems to... It, it, yeah, it held really close. Yeah. Held firm? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, 888-933-93. This portion of Pat Gray Unleashed. Brought to you by Home Title Lock. Home title lock is um, something I didn't even know I needed until fairly recently. And then when I was shown how easy it is, because all of our information now with t- your home's title stored online, and I was shown how easy it is to just steal it and transfer it to their ownership, whoever the thief is. Then they take out a massive loan using your equity and you get stuck with the payments. And you don't even know that until you start getting the bank notices. Really a it's almost impossible to extract yourself from this once it happens. Don't let it happen in the first place. If you own a home or you have rental properties, maybe you've got elderly parents unaware of this kind of stuff, get them Home Title Lock. Get it for yourself. Get it for your parents. For just pennies a day, Home Title Lock will put a virtual barrier around your home's title. That Your title could already be compromised. You can find out when you sign up at HomeTitleLock.com. They'll throw in a free title scan and report, which is a $100 value. They'll give that to you for free. Visit HomeTitleLock.com. Get some peace of mind. HomeTitleLock.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. <laughs> you don't want to put a stop to any of this, though, with, a, uh, with another wall. Or at least, you know, the first wall or more fencing or you certainly don't want to shore up the border security. And uh, uh, Nancy Pelosi reminded us a few weeks ago just how bad it is to build a wall. Here's what she said. A wall is an immorality. It's It's an immorality. We are as a nation. No. Wow. (laughs) Who are we then as a nation if we don't have walls? We got a fence around the White House. It was there before Donald Trump. I, I don't know if you're aware of that. Uh, you're Catholic. There's a fence around. There's a wall, a gigantic wall around the Vatican. Trump has pointed that out. Well, self-described investigative journalist uh, Laura Loomer brought a handful of illegal immigrants to 
to the home of uh, Nancy Pelosi Monday night. Nice. Uh, she's been unwavering, of course, in her opposition to funding a wall along the border, which she's classified as an immorality, as you just heard. Reportedly had Loomer and the illegals removed from her property. Whoa, whoa, what? What? Why the hate Nance? Wow, why the immorality? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Nancy, why didn't you just welcome them in and find them a place to sleep and eat? Clean up? Why, why aren't they living with you at your house? It's big enough. Yeah, why, wait, you want them to work there? No, I don't want them to work. Once they get into our house? No, I just want them to live there. Thank you. I don't want them to work. Why should they have to work? It's a long walk, and they need to rest and just chill out for the rest of their lives. I cannot believe she had them arrested. Hmm. Uh, She was accompanied by illegal immigrants from Guatemala and Mexico, uh, lugged a tent onto her multi-million dollar vineyard estate. Ooh, nice. Uh, In large red letters, the word immorality was written across the tent. (laughs) (laughs) There were... Also, photos of murder victims of illegal immigrants oh. hanging from the front of the tent. Mm. <laughs> so, welcome. What to a the great idea! What a what a ballsy attempt! This is great stuff. Yeah. <sighs> Although I don't condone going no, to people's no, homes. No, we don't do that. I don't no. like that. Uh-uh. I don't like that. They live streamed the event. And Loomer took the time to read each of the victims' names and reiterate that these folks were not welcome in the sanctuary state, California. Controversial uh, journalist even went to check if the Pelosi's had locked their front door <laughs> since, uh, according to Loomer, quote, only bigots lock their doors, unquote. <laughs> How can you argue with any of this? Uh-huh. This makes perfect sense. <clears throat> Come on, you can't say everyone is welcome here. And then lock your door. You're killing us, Nancy. You're killing us. <laughs> so, I, I'm i sorry. I yeah, shouldn't be taking such there? delight in yeah, you're this. You're laughing at that. That's this. fantastic, Seems like though. you would be upset. <laughs> they were trespassing. Uh, police officers were soon called to the property. And they asked for identification from the illegals and Loomer and everybody who was there. Uh, Loomer reportedly told the officers, I was told IDs were racist. I'm so confused. (laughs) Well, IDs are racist if you require them at at a voting booth. Yes. Yes, they are. Because there are no minorities who have IDs, right? They can't prove who they are. It's tough to get. It's almost impossible. Unless you're white. (laughs) Unless you're a white person with privilege. Uh, The officers did, in fact, remove the illegals from Pelosi's property. Mm Mm-hmm ticketed them instead of being detained. Whoa. One of the men accompanying Loomer uh, told viewers, I'm pretty sure the illegals here, I'm pretty sure they feel like they've been set up. (laughs) Oh, man. Earlier this month, uh, uh, of course, as we just played, Pelosi was all over the fact that a wall is immorality. Um, And yet, she certainly defended her property, didn't she? And again... It, don't fall victim to that uh, email campaign that's going around on the internet that shows a giant Victorian-style mansion, and then there's a big wall in front of it. That's not her house. Yeah. So anytime we get duped like that, 
uh, it, it just hurts the cause. But she does have a very large fence but around her property. But she does have a fence around her property, and she doesn't appreciate it when people show up. And she does lock her doors. I don't know why she's doing that. That's really weird. Mm-hmm. Why would you do that? I, I don't know. I, I thought all of that was... Keeping people out is immoral. Maybe it's just to keep the wind from blowing the door open. It has nothing <laughs> Maybe. to do with people. Maybe. Or the rain. you got to keep the rain out. 888 So you get you get to lock the door if it's raining? Yeah, well, because uh, the wind might blow oh, open if you don't oh, okay. have a strong enough latch. A latch. It'd have to be raining pretty hard to but the open wind. up the a wind comes with the door. rain, Pat. Okay. It's not to keep people out. If that's yeah. what you're trying to pigeonhole me into saying, no, I'm not. it's absolutely no. not the case. Okay. I keep my door closed to keep the rain and the wind out. I see. Okay? On nice days, then, you leave the door wide open, no doubt. Yeah, pollen. You don't want sure. pollen oh. getting in there. Okay. Start sneezing and stuff. What about on low pollen days? But I mean, there's dust in the air and there's like <laughs> there's particles. All right. Uh, Daniel in Colorado, you're on the blaze. Hi. Yo, Pat, how are hey. you this morning? Doing good. Yeah, greetings. Listen, I just had a quick note. Uh, I'm a 100% disabled <laughs> veteran and uh, I've witnessed 17-year-old men bleed out uh, uh, just training to protect the liberty of Americans. Uh, these mm-hmm. people coming up from... Honduras should return home and try bleeding out for their own liberty. Uh, they'd learn to appreciate it uh, uh, uh-huh. in a much deeper sense. I I know. Yeah, it's it's true. Appreciate it, Daniel. Uh, and I've I've thought that about so many of the able-bodied men in Syria who just left as soon as their country needed defending. They just left. I mean, millions of people just packed up and left, went to Europe. Well, don't you have something worth fighting for there? I guess not. I don't know. And in Mexico, in Central and South America, eventually we're going to have to insist that they fix their own country. Hmm. I mean, that we just sent them how much money in order to try to do that. We just put a package together and uh, put the check in the mail and sent down to them uh, billions of dollars it's 5.8 billion right for that's, and that's not the first check we've sent oh down my there gosh. either no we have spent dozens of billions of dollars uh trying to help these these countries get their own stuff together and they still haven't and they continue not to so i mean what are you supposed to do can't fix all the world's problems i, I wish we could but we just can't and yet we continue to try so that's why we're in the situation we're in. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and that's you know the corruption down there is just so unbelievable. Did you read the story yesterday that El Chapo Guzman, who's on trial right now, it was testified yesterday that he bribed former Mexican President Nieto with a hundred million dollar bribe. Whoa! He gave him. $100 million in 2012. I mean, wow. And this is El Chapo, the drug guy. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, he's the, what, I think it's the Sinaloa cartel head. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, hey, uh, President Nieto, just look the other way, okay? Here's $100 million. Oh, well, okay, thank you. Gracias. Uh, the bribe took place in October 2012 which was after he was elected, but before he took office. <clears throat> um, apparently, it was testified that 
the gift was delivered by a woman named Madre Maria in Mexico City. At one point, the uh, it had been mentioned that the government <clears throat> had paid Nieto $250 million. But the guy who testified said, oh, no, that's just what the president asked for. <laughs> so you give me a quarter of a billion dollars, and I'll look the other way. Okay, I, I'm not going to give you $250 million. How about $100 million? And that's what they settled on. Uh, so how do you compete with that kind of corruption? That is unbelievable. That they paid the leader of you know a fairly major nation on this planet a hundred million dollar bribe, and uh, so you can't. How are you? How are you supposed to fix that drug problem? How are you supposed to uh, donate, give a foreign aid to a country like that where the leadership is accepting bribes from drug lords? <laughs> you know, we do, you don't have a chance when that's the case, and so that's what we're up against. And it's all our fault, I guess. It's all our fault. Doesn't matter that... I mean, nobody's even talking about this. Wait. President Nieto took a $100 million bribe. That should be on... That should lead every newscast. This was a guy we worked with pretty closely. He and Obama. Uh, And to find this out, (laughs) it just shows how nonsensical the war on drugs is. Because you had the president of Mexico... Working with them, basically on their payroll. So, uh, good luck in fixing this anytime soon, or ever for that matter. <laughs> there you go. Or ever. Or ever. <sighs> on C-SPAN's Newsmakers uh, on Sunday, House Homeland Security Chairman Benny Thompson said he wouldn't bring any bill to abolish immigration and customs enforcement. So at least we've got that. Whoa, I thought that that's what, whoa, I thought that's what the Democrats ran on. Let's get rid some of, of ICE. Them, some of them did actually uh-huh. ran on getting rid of ICE. But why do you need why why do you need ICE if if you just want open borders? Like when let's just yeah. open the door, we you don't have don't. to enforce anything. You don't. So we got the the head guy for the House committee on whatever it's called, saying we're not we're not getting rid of <laughs> yeah, ICE. The Homeland Security Committee, yes. Uh, okay. Will you bring an abolish ICE bill through your committee? No. Oh. I've been a supporter of ICE. They do a job just like any operation. We can review what they do, and if we need to tweak it, I'm committed to doing that. How about that? That's a, like a, a Democrat with a little bit of common sense left? I didn't <laughs> think that existed. I thought that was a, an expired, extinct species. <laughs> yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Benny Thompson, a Democrat from Mississippi. So thank you, Benny. Appreciate that. Also, troops are staying at the border to counter the security threats. Uh, They're staying put. According to the Associated Press, the military deployment will not only continue until the end of September 2019, but will be enhanced as soldiers and Marines continue to assist the Department of Homeland Security in their efforts to uh, reinforce the border, hmm. including the arrival of more migrant caravans, which we mentioned uh, to you, are already on the way. So I uh, got a little help from the military there, and I'm sure people will be screaming about that. Posse comitatus! Posse comitatus! You can't put troops in... You can't station troops in America! Yeah, that's... They can't... They can't be a law enforcement against the citizens of this country. Nothing says they can't defend the border. 
In fact, isn't that what the military is ultimately for? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> to try to keep people from coming here that don't belong here? And are they staying at anybody's house down there un- unwittingly? Uh, as understand? far as I know, they have not violated the Third Amendment Third yet. Amendment, right. No. Okay. So we got that going for us. <laughs> okay. Uh, we'll tell you in a minute about Beto's thoughts on the Third Amendment and, uh, well, all amendments, 1 through 27, wow. plus the rest of the United States Constitution. I mean, he brings up a really good point. Uh, it's kind of old, right? <laughs> it's, it's, that is his point. It's kind of old. So we'll get into that in a second. <laughs> and you tell me. I mean, do we still need a constitution that that's, that's this old? <laughs> we got a new year here. Time for uh, New Year's resolutions. And so often that includes eating healthier. And that's probably the first one to go out the window. But uh, our friends at Brickhouse Nutrition want to help. That's why they created Field of Greens. It's a real superfood, and it requires that you don't need to eat your vegetables that your parents told you to eat your whole life, Uh, or your wife in my case, um, at this portion of my life. (laughs) Field of Greens is actual superfood. You can see the difference right on the bottle. It has a nutrition facts panel, not not a supplement uh, panel, because it's real food. Full serving. Every scoop is a full serving of real USDA organic fruits and vegetables. I love this stuff. I think you will, too. Go to BrickHousePat.com. Give it a try today. You'll get 15% off a month's supply when you use the offer code PAT. Go there right now and order yours. BrickHousePat.com. That's BrickHousePat.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. Relentless mocking of Donald Trump over his misspelling. I mean, he he did a typo in a tweet. He called hamburgers hamburgers when he did that tweet about wow. Clemson coming. Wait a minute, did shame, you see that? Shame? No, I didn't. Shame on his autocorrect for not catching a simple one like that. I know he's probably in the in a hurry, uh-huh. you know, and tweeting at four in the morning. Who knows from the from the toilet? I mean, it's it's hard <laughs> to get every word spelled correctly, right? But like. None of us have ever had a typo. And mm. so they're, I mean, just relentlessly mocking him because he said he bought a thousand hamburgers <laughs> for Clemson. He didn't buy them Kofefe? <laughs> no, no. But uh, uh, Jimmy Kimmel went on and on and on and on and on and on and on about it last night. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Because he's so stupid. Yeah. He misspelled hamburgers. <laughs> what, a, <laughs> what a buffoon. Uh, Barack Obama never did that. No. That guy was too cool. smart. Yeah, that guy was too cool, too classy. Right. He was above us. You know, uh, kind of like way a god. Abo- kind of like a god. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, and he never screwed up. That's, uh, I've now you been know, 50... Uh, Seven states. Fifty-seven I think states. One left to go. Right. One. Uh, one left to go. Alaska and then Hawaii. I was not allowed 59, to go to. Apparently, sixty. Apparently, there's sixty states because there was one left to go. Uh-huh. Then he couldn't get to Alaska and Hawaii, yeah. so there were about sixty states. <laughs> but the hamburgers. <laughs> hamburger. <laughs> what an hamburger. idiot! He hamburgers. called it a hamburger. <laughs> hamburgers. Oh. Everybody oh. knows that it makes no sense. Makes no sense that that you send a kid to the emergency room. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For a treatable illness like, like asthma, asthma right. they end up taking up a hospital bed. They do. It costs yeah, when, when if you, they if just you, gave, you just you gave them you gave treatment them early. Treatment early, yeah. and, and they got some treatment. A treatment, and a, right? 
a breathalyzer. Give them a breathalyzer. See if they're drunk. Because you don't want to treat them if they've been drinking. No. You know? No. I mean, uh, sure, you can't breathe, but you've been drinking. Get out, kid. Yeah. Get the hell out of here. Get out of my face. Or an inhalator. Or, or an inhalator. No. Uh, no. We're going to inhalate them. Dead. <laughs> <laughs> It's not an inhalator either. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, not a breathalyzer. Not a breathalyzer no, okay. or an inhalator. But can you believe Trump misspelled Did you see hamburgers? The president right now called him hamburgers. <laughs> what, a, what a maroon. Oh, man. Navy corpsman <laughs> Christian Bashar. I'm sorry, Navy what? Navy corpsman, corpsman. Christian okay. Bashar. Yeah, so, but, like, this is a dead person. He's a corpse. Yeah, now. I got it, but hamburgers. But hamburgers. hamburgers. <laughs> Oh, Claire is a big, important state. If you are willing to work with me. It's actually a small town in Wisconsin. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But (laughs) But but hamburgers. (laughs) What a a maroon. It's so stupid. Stupid idiot. Hamburger. Please bring back Barack Obama. I can't take more of this dumb Donald Trump guy who's spelling hamburgers. Hamburgers. This week, there was a tragedy in Kansas. Uh Yeah. 10,000 people died. Whoa. An entire town destroyed. Okay, no. Whoa. None of that happened. But hamburgers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. You talk about stupid. (laughs) I can't. Hamburgers. See, he spelled it H A M B E R D E R. Hamburger. <laughs> oh man, I'm glad. I'm glad Obama was never like that. Yeah, uh, that guy did more gaffes. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Than even Bush, and, and I think more than than Trump has done. I got an issue with you. Yeah, are you done playing sound from Obama for now? Where's uh, wait, wait, where's where's Nidalee Lions? Oh uh, well, we can do that too. Where, where's the Miami Heat? Where's Wrigley Kaminsky? Penn State, right here. Nidalee Lions. Nidalee Lions. Penn State right here. Yeah. Penn State right here. Nidalee Lions. And in fact, I think, was that when they won a, did they win a championship? No, no. It no? was campaign. He was in, he oh, was okay. in Penn State. All right. So he was just mm-hmm. uh, at, what is it, College Station, Pennsylvania? Uh, with the Nidalee yeah. Lions. <laughs> what was the other one you mentioned? Miami Heats. Miami Heats, yeah. I mean, and this is a guy who's all over basketball, right? He was a, uh, he was like a prodigy. When he was, if had he not gotten into politics, he could he could be in the NBA right now. That's that's how good that guy was. It would be incomplete mm-hmm. if I did not congratulate mm-hmm. the city of Miami for having the world champion Miami Heat's yeah. the world champion Miami Heat's. Mm-hmm. Uh, just an absolute buffoon. And uh, boy, he really liked to talk about Kaminsky Park. Oh yeah, he didn't wasn't able to. Yeah, he did. Handle that, and he's a big White uh, Sox fan, right? Yeah, supposedly. Yeah, right. Supposedly. But I do think that there's a different quality uh-huh. to what used to be Kaminsky Field versus Kaminsky Field. <laughs> Kaminsky Field. Field, not Kaminsky Park. Yeah, he Kaminsky a, he the, the Field. Word wrong and the kind of stadium. Oh my gosh. Oh man. I wonder who his favorite uh, White Sox was, player was growing up because he was such a big fan. You know, uh-huh. just name one. I mean, just give me one. Just well, it's, it's hard to name one. just one. It's hard to name just one. It's like a Lay's potato chip. chip. You know, you can't just eat one. You can't name just one White Sox player. Take just one there. Barack? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't know if That's I have fine. the White Sox thing anymore. But, I mean, he was a gaff a minute. He was. 
Yeah, and you have he to. He did it all the time. And nobody knows did it because he had the protective shield of the media in front of him. Yeah, would he, never. Jimmy Kimmel wasn't wasn't bashing him every night. Uh, Seth Meyers wasn't on his case every night. I mean, it's he's he just had the cooperation of all media and all late night television. But did he ever send out a tweet that misspelled the word? <laughs> no. 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 I mean, that takes care. That is, oh, follow me here. Oh. That trumps all yeah, of Obama's gaffes. Yeah. Hamburger. You said a mouthful. Give up, man. It's amazing. It's really amazing. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. 933 Beto. Beto O'Rourke who is, depending on what poll you look at, either the lead candidate for 2020 for president for the Democratic nomination, or certainly top three. Oh, he's the skateboard guitar guy? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love this guy just on that alone. Oh, he's, he's fantastic. Oh, is he ever? He's doing uh, what this article calls a delicate balancing, act, uh, a delicate balancing act on the fence of national issues, uh, answering a host of direct questions pretty evasively. During a recent interview with the Washington Post, possibly the most notable of all of these, all of his equivocating was um, about whether the United States could implement sweeping change while staying true to the principles on which the nation was founded. Meaning, okay, can you do everything you want to do mm-hmm. and still adhere to the U.S. Constitution? Okay. Um, here's what he said. Okay. Quoting. I'm hesitant to answer it because I really feel like it deserves its due. And I don't want to give you a, actually, just selfishly, I don't want a sound bite of it reported. But yeah, I think that's the question of the moment. Does this still work? Speaking of the Constitution, can an empire like ours... With military presence in over 170 countries around the globe, with trading relationships and security agreements in every continent, can it still be managed by the same principles that were set down 230 plus years ago? <laughs> uh, I guess he doesn't know the answer to that yet, but he's he's ready to discuss it. This is we're just opening up a conversation. We're just having a conversation on this. It's, Time to have a conversation about the U.S. Constitution. There we go. Uh, He seemed pretty aware that his doubts about the relevance of the Constitution would be alarming to some. uh, And his hesitance to take hard stances on anything was a theme throughout the interview, according to the uh, Washington Post writer. Uh, For example, when he was asked about Trump's decision to withdraw from Syria, there may be a very good reason to do it. I don't necessarily understand it. I've been a member of Congress for six years. We've, we haven't had a meaningful discussion about these wars since 2003. In addition to that non-answer, he uh, also answered this on the problem of illegal immigration. So what should be done to address visa overstays? I don't know. <laughs> oh. This is the guy that's the superstar of the Democrat Party. Hey, well, what should we do about people staying here too long on their visas? Yeah, 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 what? No, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Oh. All right. Well, man, I want to vote for you now. Who uh, who did this interview uh, for him? Washington him? Post. Wow. I'm surprised they printed that. I am too. It's really bad. Especially with the, I mean, the Constitution thing is unbelievable. Can, 
can really those principles and values they set down over 200 years ago, can that really govern, govern us today? I, I, but thank you for actually speaking what every most of us know you really feel. And it's not just him. It's how many in the Democrat Party feel this way? He's just the one to uh, have the giblets to say it. I don't really know if the Constitution is relevant now. Do you think Nancy Pelosi feels any differently? Or Chuck Schumer? I don't think so. I'll bet they feel the self-same way. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, she'd probably like to nullify and and void the Constitution. Uh, these up-and-coming socialists, these democratic socialists. Yeah, they got to learn how to camouflage themselves better. I don't, I don't know if they're going to. <laughs> I think, like Glenn said, the mask is coming off. And they're starting to say, look, this is not working anymore. It just doesn't work. It's too old. Yeah. It's too irrelevant. We need something new to replace it. It's too white, too. I mean, it, it is too think white. Think of the guys. That's yeah, clear. It was yeah. done by all white guys. Right? And they were old, too. Not a one of them under 20 years old. Not a one of them. Wow. See, now. There was not a single teenager involved in the writing of the Constitution. Not one. Are we sure about that? Not even David Hogg. As brilliant as that kid is. See. Had he been around at that time, I'm sure they would have enlisted his help. Uh, but he wasn't, sadly. And so. And my instant reaction to that is, mm-hmm. man, and they want to lower the voting age, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, then I go back to that great tweet yesterday that, that someone sent in that said, uh, you know, if you gave, uh, you gave babies the right to vote, unborn babies the right to vote, maybe Democrats would uh, outlaw abortion. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Sad, but true. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is amazing. They're, these people are dangerous and they're seriously dangerous and your front runner yeah he, right now for the depending left. on the poll he's either he's either a front runner or he's certainly top three there's no poll that i've seen that's been taken about the democrats has him lower than third this guy could easily win the democrat nomination and don't forget he could pop up at any moment in a town near you Remember he said, "Oh, he he's doing that. Yeah, he's doing around a little, the country and just randomly tour. drop in. He could just land in your uh, <laughs> dental hygienist uh, chair as well, um, and uh, you could see him." Uh, Wouldn't that be a dream come true? Teeth cleaned, especially if I was there at the time to be oh, able to be wow. there and touch him, <laughs> or watch him do it live. Wow, wow. that'd be something. That would that'd be something. Something else. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Cosmo hurts kids campaign. Something we were talking about a while ago, and. Um, it's really important. If you believe that kids should not have access to porn, certainly Cosmo qualifies as porn. And for some reason, uh, the state's material harmful to minor laws don't apply to Cosmo. Like you can be seven or eight years old and walk into a 7-Eleven and buy a Cosmo. If they have a Cosmo at 7-Eleven. I don't know if they do that anymore, but hmm. uh, you can certainly walk into any grocery store. Are there bookstores anymore? They carry magazines? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, it's called Barnes & Noble. Oh. They have every magazine known to man uh, within reach of your kids, Cosmo. And I mean, right just t- take a look online at the kind of articles that are featured in that thing, and it's pretty clear. So, Victoria Hurst is on this mission. And she is <clears throat> single-handedly almost taking on this media giant, Cosmo. And the interesting part of it is her family, the Hearst Corporation, publishes Cosmo. So she knows what she's doing, and she she knows she's not trying to drive them out of business. She's not trying to censor it. She just wants to protect kids from it. 
So if you'd like to help out in that cause and believe that it shouldn't be sold to anybody under 18, I, I certainly don't think it should be. Go to CosmoHurtsKids.com. CosmoHurtsKids.com. Just try to protect kids, uh, anybody under the age of 18, not being able to purchase this. Visit CosmoHurtsKids.com. That's CosmoHurtsKids.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, someone else who is on the list. Uh, in fact, I think she just, she did. She just created an exploratory committee, uh-huh. which means she's running for president. Yeah. Kirsten Gillibrand from New York. Uh, it, she's kind of interesting because on ABC uh, local, I think uh-huh. a, the local station in New York, she talked about whether or not, you know, because she was just up for re-election yeah. so this recently. Is October 25th. Uh, of this of this past year, mm-hmm. right? 2018. Yep. So a couple of months ago, here's what she said. 62 counties. Just want to make this clear. You're, you're saying you will not get out of the race. You will not run for president. You will serve your six years. I will serve my six-year term. Okay. Okay. It's been like six days. And now she's running for president. Six, seven days. <laughs> Eight, maybe. Uh, I just want to make this clear. You're saying you will not run for president and you will serve your six-year term. I will serve my six-year term. Although she'll she'll come out and say, "Well, I didn't say I was running for pre- I wouldn't run for president though. I just said I'd serve my term, and if I lose, I'll serve my term. That'll be the excuse. I'll bet. Yep. Right. It, she'll just and equivocate then, on this. See what she'll do. She knows she's not going to win, but she'll get some name recognition mm-hmm. out of twenty twenty. And she might, and then she can run again in twenty twenty four, having served her six years. Mm-hmm. She she might get on a vice presidential. You know, maybe she'll be on the the ticket. Who knows." Serve as vice president for eight years, and then she's ready to run for the the main for the main job. I don't know, but I, six I don't years, think six days. I mean, it's like the same thing. Same thing. The English language is tricky, Pat. Yeah, right. I mean, there's so many. It's words so and... imprecise. Mm-hmm. Is the problem with it? Yep. You know, it's <laughs> it's just an imprecise language. It's easy to get tripped up, you know. <laughs> so we can't blame the senator. Uh, it's agonizing because they all do this. Obama said he wasn't going to run in what 2006. I think he said it He said, yeah, I, I need more experience. I'm not going to run. And then a few months later, he was announcing he was running. Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> uh, they do it all the time. They, they, it just, it doesn't mean anything now when they say they're going to serve their term and not run for president. And then nobody holds them accountable though. Nobody says, okay, you know what? You're a lion sack of crap. We're not listening to anything you say. And we're certainly not going to vote for you, so you might as well get out of the race. Nobody does that. Have they ever spelled hamburger, hamburger? (laughs) No! (laughs) Nobody's that stupid except Donald Trump! Donald Trump. (laughs) Wow. That's that's an unforgivable sin right there. (laughs) Hamburger. They also wanted to hammer him because he was serving fast food to these guys. And... What, you're not doing a really nice dinner for them? You're giving them fast food garbage? <laughs> so they asked uh, Trevor Lawrence, who was the star of the game yeah. in the national championship, and uh, uh, just a great kid. And they said, what What did you think of the, what did you think of the fast food? Oh, it was awesome. Mm-hmm. So they didn't really get what they wanted out of him. <laughs> I well, love that. 
That sounds I like... I love that. That is a Cartersville, Georgia answer right there. Oh, uh, he so. loved it. <laughs> now, the, uh, Trump said there were a thousand hamburgers there. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is a hamburger? <laughs> <so stupid>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hamburger. Uh, I, I, can't, I can't even look at the man now. I mean, if you're going to have a typo... For that, you 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 deserve to be impeached. Can okay? Twitter can Jack ban him? Just I mean, a for his own good. No, but B for for spelling hamburger hamburger. Just give him a two week suspension for that, please. That's what they need to do because he spelled it hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> the things that matter. I know in this country, it's just it's, I can't. It's insanity. But meanwhile, it's you insanity. know, in a place like New York, uh, you've got the governor there who is saying that we're not, I, I'm not going to sign a budget for the state of New York unless oh. we can have abortion through the entire nine months of pregnancy. Wait till we get to this. Oh, that, uh, governor Cuomo is, uh, uh, is he the Antichrist? I'm not sure. He might be I, an I, Antichrist. The jury's still out on that, but I know one thing for sure. He's never spelled hamburger hamburger. <laughs> I mean, that would be like, get out of the governor's mansion right now. All right, Mr. Cuomo, get out. Uh, yeah, they wouldn't tolerate that in the state of New York. Oh. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, we'll get into that coming up here on Pat Gray Unleashed. Streets of Helena, it's Pat Gray Unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Halfway through the week already. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, New York's governor Andrew Cuomo is still refusing to sign the state's budget, uh, a move scheduled for April, unless the newly. Uh, Democrat-led state legislature passes a bill that would expand the state's already permissive abortion laws. Now, he so he's refusing to sign a budget until they legalize abortion, elective abortions, for any reason, all the way through the ninth month of the pregnancy. Now, you might recognize the ninth month as <laughs> the end of the pregnancy. It's a time when a woman, generally speaking, gives birth. Even worse is that Cuomo's proposed measure, called the Reproductive Health Act, would also remove abortion from the state's criminal code, potentially depriving women of being able to seek justice for the unborn children they were forced to abort, forced to abort by sex traffickers, sex abusers, or violent partners. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Current New York law already allows elective abortions through 24 weeks of pregnancy. Uh, this would go, what is it, 40? Uh, 40 weeks? It's one of the least restrictive abortion limits in the country. The existing rule now permits women to voluntarily terminate through dismemberment well-developed pre-born children who have already developed bones, hair, unique fingerprints, a sense of hearing, and a nervous system capable of feeling pain. <clears throat> Don't let that bother you. Don't let that bother you at all. Wow. I, this guy is so extreme and so far to the left. How is it possible 
he could actually run one of the most populous states in the United States of America. How is it possible that he could even consider running for president of the United States? I mean, this is just sheer evil. I mean, all the way through the ninth month. Or I'm not going to sign. I'm not going to sign the budget. Yeah, but 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 Trump's the hard ass. But Trump is immoral because he wants a wall. He wants to protect the kids that live here. Oh my gosh! And this guy wants to protect the ability to murder them. Good golly, that's amazing. Mm. I mean, is it possible we won't be held accountable for this if we don't stand up against it? Um, I this kind of evil must must be opposed. That's really bad. We, we have a president who won't sign a bill because he wants to, to protect the country, and that's being called immoral. And then nobody says anything when Cuomo wants to have partial birth abortion as part of the absolute law of the state, or he won't sign the state's budget? Oh, okay. Huh. Interesting. Nancy Pelosi has an interesting idea of what's moral and what's not. Speaking of uh, crappy states and crappy governors, California Governor (laughs) Gavin Newsom has uh, wheeled out a plan for a new statewide tax on drinking water. He wants uh, to tax the state's drinking water, a move he says will allow poor people access to safe and affordable water. If they're having to pay a tax to drink water, how does that make it affordable for them? Newsom's proposed uh, 2019-2020 budget includes the creation of a, quote, safe and affordable drinking water fund, unquote, to enable the State Water Resources Control Board to assist communities, mm-hmm. especially disadvantaged communities. I like assisting disadvantaged mm-hmm. communities I do too. through higher taxes. In paying Sign for the short-term and long-term costs of obtaining access to safe and affordable drinking water. <laughs> Specifics on exactly how the water tax would work are not yet known. Are they ever? Not yet known. So we're just going to tax you. I I don't know what. Uh, I don't know how. I don't know how much. I just know we're going to tax you for drinking water. (laughs) All right? (laughs) No, no, no. Don't say it like that. Don't say, Pat, don't say we're going to tax you for drinking water. Say we're going to tax you. For drinking water. Yes. Oh, this is crazy. That state, I swear. Uh, welcome to the motherland, comrade. That's beautiful. Does it taste better, like when it's taxed? when it's taxed? Yes, yes, because you appreciate it more when you have to pay more for it. Huh? I would think, you know, certainly they're going to part of that tax will include bottled water because you know the bottles we've got trillions of them in the ocean in the uh, in the Great Pacific Garbage oh, Patch. You, you're talking about this place that's two and a half, three times, yeah, the size two and, of and a half Texas? times the size of Texas, and there's over two trillion bottles in there. But it's obviously Two invisible, so who cares? Because right. you can't see it from space. <laughs> so if you can't see it, okay, look, if you can't see trash in the ocean, is it really there? Uh, they can't see it, and they can't trap it. So, uh, yeah, it's a problem. 
And you know why they can't see it or trap it? Because it isn't there. So, yeah. Huh. That makes it a tougher problem to solve when it isn't there. And yet we keep trying to solve it. Oh, don't act like it's not there. We just established <laughs> that it's just invisible. No, it's not there. It's not. It's not. It's actually not there. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Meanwhile, uh, something fun in California: an American uh, lottery winner is selling their ranch with their saloon and steakhouse uh, for thirty six million dollars. If you're looking looking for a nice ranch with a saloon and steakhouse. This might be right up your alley. Oh, you're speaking to me. Yeah. Like it's like this was this story was written for me. <laughs> Continue. So in, in 2014, Look at that thing. Rick Knutson won the $250 million California Mega Millions jackpot. Mm-mm. Back when they could still afford to look pay out lottery winners in California? Wow, that's, oh, that's so beautiful. That's a nice house. Oh, look where Man, it's that's a dang a nice house. Oh. And so after he won that money, he did what anybody would do. He bought a mansion. He uh, spent $7 million on an, wow, 845-acre property? Oh, yeah. This story for just $7 million? He went on to purchase the adjacent land that includes a buffalo ranch as well as a steakhouse in the local town, spending I mean, an extra $15 million yeah, so on those you, properties. You can't buy a house unless you buy a steakhouse to go with it. Right. So, I mean, obviously. Okay, I just want to make sure we're on the same page. What do you think? I'm stupid. Or <laughs> I mean, no. I mean, of course, I'm not going to not buy the steakhouse. Do they serve hamburgers at your steakhouse? <laughs> <laughs> Only if Trump is there. Oh boy! After five years of the country life, he's decided it's time to sell and move on to something new. Uh, Eagle Crest Estate is listed at thirty-six million dollars now. If you if you want to, if you're interested, and we're showing the pictures of it. It's pretty nice. Did you say thirty-six million? Yeah, thirty-six million. Hang on. I think that's for all of it, though, right? Oh. Oh, there's a an elevator in the house. Oh, that's a nice theater it has. Look yeah, at yeah, that. yeah. Look at that thing. Oh I'm just checking to this see. It's quite I a nice house. Wow. A, you said thirty. Thirty-six million. Thirty-six million. I'm just checking my wallet here. Just. It's the only property in Southern California, uh, nine thousand feet above sea level, and mm. it includes views spanning from. Uh, little San Gorgonio mm-hmm. to Mount San Jacinto. Wow. And the San Gabriel Mountains, the Salton Sea, and to Catalina. Wow. Okay. 17-seat theater with a George Lucas sound system, a wow. candy bar, games room, fully equipped gym, two living areas, five bedrooms, and eight bathrooms. There's also a jacuzzi, sauna, three-level elevator, in the 6,000-square-foot house. It's only 6,000 square feet when it's got those kinds of amenities? Wow. So it also includes a 4,000-square-foot garage. Wow. Wow, that's... Wait, what? That's A garage is bigger than most American homes. Bigger than my house? My Jeez. gosh, it's garages. That's amazing. Hold on, you think he would take... He says $36 million is his asking price, but he can negotiate, right? Because I, I, sure. I went through the whole what wall do you here. Have? What do you have? So I got, uh, I got like seven bucks here. I've got a Walmart gift card. Oh, okay. Well, if you it's throw got, that in. It's got a dollar on it, like $1.35 or something. You throw that in, I've got you're Nexium, almost there. Nexium coupons. What about uh, Kohl's, Kohl's uh, cash? Do you have any Kohl's cash? No, it expired on ah, me. Ah, crap. Shoot. That if you had Kohl's been, cash, that would have that 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 sealed the deal. The deal. Yeah. <sighs> the adjoining Buffalo Ranch is fully functional, and it includes two barns, uh, one-bedroom shack for a caretaker, and 45 grass and apple-fed buffalo. <laughs> These buffalo are then served at the four-star Oak Glen Steakhouse and Saloon located nearby. 
The restaurant has been completely renovated, and it features a fully serviced bar and can seat up to 150 guests. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty good deal. Thirty-six million. If this is for the whole place, if this is if the thirty-six million includes the eight hundred and forty-five acres, yeah, that's not a bad deal in California, especially on that beautiful property. Timeout. With that really incredibly beautiful home, what That's are nice. the what are the what are the property taxes in California on that? <laughs> you know, when you're buying Holy a place like crap. that, you, you just don't worry about the property tax. <laughs> if you say, "Well, how much is the property tax?" <laughs> you can't afford it. <laughs> then okay. you shouldn't have added this home mm. to your tour with the, the real estate right. agent, right? Wow. <laughs> no, you know, I was looking for something around two hundred and forty thousand dollars. <laughs> So <laughs> maybe not, uh, maybe not on this one. Uh, wait, why are you leaving? Just real a estate agent, little out of my price range. I'm gonna look this up. <laughs> I, I'm, I gotta know now. Wow, well, you on. gotta know what? I gotta know whether it the includes property. the property. Oh, I found this house. Hang on. It's just an amazing. That's an amazing deal. Why can't I win the lottery and then just you, have every problem solved? You don't just play the lottery. Every well, that's probably why I don't win it. You're right. Wow. Oh my gosh. Thank you for answering my question. Listen to this. <laughs> the property taxes in 2016. Guess guess what they were. In 2016, yeah. on all of it or just the? I don't know. Like this is. I'm pretty sure this is it. Well, I know what my home's and my home is nowhere near this. Uh, so I got to believe it's pricey. Uh, Two million a year. Oh no no no. No. Ten million a year. One seventeen. A hundred million a year. One hundred seventeen. One hundred seventeen thousand. Yeah, a year. That's not that bad. Uh, <laughs> on a property like that, come on, that's not bad. Uh, I'm just. Uh, they must have lower property tax in California than we do here. Actually, you know what? They don't have to compensate you know for what? the fact that Actually, there's no state income tax. They, they do. Uh, you know what? That's the one thing Texas has high uh, property tax to mm-hmm. make up for the lack mm-hmm. of income tax. Yeah, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. All right. Well. I know people, I don't, but I know people who pay more than that for, for their property. Whoa. And it didn't and it didn't cost thirty six million. Wow. Yeah. So that tells you what, what like, Texas property tax is like. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's, it's ugly. It's the one list it's where you look ugly. up like uh, you know, state rankings where Texas and New Jersey are next to each other on yeah, something. And it, it's property tax. It sucks, but you know, the trade off, no income tax, mm-hmm. no state income tax, which is nice. But man, they get you other ways. Yes. So I mean, there's really no way you can get around it. You're either going to pay through the nose in this way, or you're going to pay through the nose in that way. I just think that like a which one is is more immoral: taxing your ability to make an, a living, or taxing the property you live on? Because I think they're both wrong. They're both. They're yeah. both wrong. Mm-hmm. But they they take money out of your paycheck before you can get it home to to buy. And the most immoral, other than building a wall, oh. <laughs> the. <laughs> The most immoral tax is the death tax. Yeah. The, the the tax, the estate tax is just absolutely immoral. So is there, and I'm just, I'm thinking this is just out loud here, spitballing here. What taxes are moral? I mean, I guess a sales tax, huh? Because at least you there have the free will to purchase or not purchase something. Well, what did the founders tax in the, in the beginning? Excise, they did excise, excise taxes. They did... Uh, well, tariffs are not a good thing. Yeah, they did tariffs, Oof. but that's that's what they did in the beginning. So sales tax. So so are we wait a minute. We're 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 talking. Oh my gosh, we just walked down the road of the fair tax, Pat. How's that make you feel inside? So <laughs> I I've didn't. Been, I didn't bring it up. You did. You're conflicted. Now. You did. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three.
This is kind of interesting. Chris Christie says that Jared Kushner had him booted from the Trump camp wow. in a political hit job. Why? Uh, because apparently Chris Christie uh, actually prosecuted Jared Kushner's father years ago. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. The plot thickens. So there's some ill will going on there. Oh, my gosh. A copy of Let Me Finish... Is that is that Chris Christie's book? Yeah, he's got a book coming out later he's this month. He's got a book? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, jeez. It's going to be awesome. It's not going to be a... I'm surprised it's not a <clears throat> recipe book. But I, I digress. <laughs> recipe book. <laughs> Steve Bannon made clear to me that one person and one person only was responsible for the faceless execution that Steve was now attempting to carry out. Jared Kushner, still apparently seething over events that had occurred a decade ago. Prior to becoming governor, of course, Chris... Christie worked as U.S. attorney. You may have heard that uh, during the campaign once or twice from him. During that time, he led the investigation of Kushner's wealthy father, Charles Kushner, a prominent Democrat donor, which resulted in the elder Kushner serving 14 months in federal prison on 18 felony counts, including tax evasion and election fraud. At the time of sentencing, Christie called Charles downright evil. He wrote in his book that Jared Kushner implied I had acted unethically and inappropriately, but didn't state one fact to back that up, adding just a lot of feelings, very raw feelings, that had been simmering for over a dozen years. Hmm. So that's why Chris Christie is apparently not in the cabinet of uh, Donald Trump. Remember remember the famous uh, shot of Trump and Christie standing on the runway in front of that plane? Go home, Chris. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. When was the last time, if ever, you had your ears professionally cleaned? If you have itchy ears or some pain in there, or they just feel plugged up, or you're always asking people what? Uh, if that sounds familiar, you could be like millions of Americans who visit the doctor for a professional ear cleaning, but you don't have to do it that way. First of all, it's it's uh, really expensive. And then secondly, it's not in the comfort and privacy of your own home like using WaxRx is. WaxRx uses phys- physician-developed technology that safely and effectively removes earwax buildup. Then it soothes your ears with a pH-conditioned formula. Now you can use WaxRx without a prescription. No more expensive trips to the doctor. No more wasted time using cotton squ- swabs that don't do the job or any other thing that just doesn't work. Try the WaxRx system risk-free today. Go to WaxRx.com. Use the offer code radio at checkout for free shipping. Finally, there's a real solution, a doctor-developed solution, just like what they do in their office. You can do it at home. Use WaxRx.com. That's usewaxrx.com. Offer code radio. on Twitter uh, from Kansas Mike <laughs> a lot of people commenting on uh, <laughs> the just ridiculous buffoonery of Donald Trump misspelling the word hamburgers yeah, who does that <laughs> no one except Donald Trump uh-huh. he you know what he spelled it 
What? Hamburgers. No, uh, no, no. <laughs> what a buffoon. No. Yeah, yeah, it was a typo. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, <laughs> please, is there a person alive who doesn't who doesn't think Donald Trump knows how to spell hamburgers and just you know got careless? He was in a hurry. It was right before the Clemson uh, feed fest, right? Right. He didn't want the hamburgers, the hamburgers, to get cold. Right. So he was in a hurry. You know, mm-hmm. typing fast. Kansas Mike tweets, did Trump serve those hamburgers with a potato with an E on the end from Ah. Dan Quayle's recipe book? Dan Quayle reference. (laughs) Yes, I love Dan Quayle references. (laughs) Uh, Some guy named Steve. New Twitter handle, handle, the Hamburdurgler. Terra Talk. Let's not forget about Obama's first pitch at the All-Star game. We were talking about some of his screw-ups. Granted, it was not verbal or written error, but it was hard to look at. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, when he did that first pitch, yeah. and he threw like he did, uh, like somebody's grandmother, somebody's, somebody's great-great-grandmother. Back off, man. My grandmother can throw a lot better than that. Well, my grandmothers are all dead, uh-huh. so it's more like one of them. Uh, there you go. <laughs> Hold on, let's see if I- so if your grandmother was dead, he threw like your dead grandmother. Okay. Uh, Orson Welles' fishbowl. Come on. Pat, give the douche a break on 57 states. The teleprompter didn't have autocorrect. Okay, see. Yeah, yeah sure, right. <laughs> uh, from Daniel Chapel, Alex Jones asks, where are the men? They're at toxic masculinity training. Yeah, right. Uh, from Kaboom, Pat seems to be a bit heavy on the razor rectum ratio today. <laughs> from our uh, Gillette talk a while ago. Uh-huh. Libertarian Ninja, I always thought a Chris Christie book would be a fake book used to hide M&M's. It's <laughs> <laughs> good stuff right there. Uh-huh. Uh, Steve Madursky. Of course it's invisible. The plastic bottles are clear. Duh. Yeah, should have known that. Yep, that's why you can't <clears throat> see the That's the why you can't see the Pacific garbage, garbage patch. patch. Uh, now, somebody tweeted us this the mm. other day, and I, I, I love this. Yeah. We're, we're going to have to find a way to, to play this. Yeah, just too muck and fudge. Well, can we tweet this out and yeah, yeah, yeah. and show it as we discuss the Pack Ray Unleashed bingo? Yeah, we'll get that. Just to muck and fudge, tweeted us Pack Ray bingo. So you, there it is right right there. And uh, listed on the bingo card uh, are the common phrases on this show. <laughs> Unmitigated gall. But stupid. Douche. Now, these these references don't count. Uh, Michael Jackson voice, giblets in the first row. Second row, metric conversion, <laughs> Al Gore voice, maps. <laughs> I'm so proud of that one because that's yeah, you know, almost 13 years old now. Yeah, uh, Yoda voice. I haven't done that in a while. Your Honor. Oh, from uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, the movie. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, mean Streets of Helena. A Jeffy joke. Those will be more rare now. Uh, <laughs> well, John Kerry okay. voice. Alex Jones clip. Uh, and in the uh, fourth row, that's interesting, Ivan. <laughs> okay. Arlen Specter voice. Ooh, that's a tough one to get, you know? Jackie voice. Uh, that's a tough row right there. <clears throat> Burr, I'm cold. Burr, it's cold. I'm cold. Burr. Uh, George W. Bush voice. Mm. We've done that recently. Darn, dang, darn. That's another one that uh, doesn't come back that often. 
Al Sharpton voice, Jimmy Stewart voice, a foreigner in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Mm -hmm. Al Roker pooped his pants, and Pumpkin. Okay, so there, there's there's all the choices. Okay, we'll have to figure out. So if any, the first person to get bingo needs to call us at triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and we'll give you some cool stuff from the yeah, uh, you know what Pat Gray Unleashed shop. I got some, uh, I got some Pat Gray t-shirts. Burning a hole in my uh, show prep. How about that? They're, hmm? How are they burning holes in anything? I'm, I'm touching them right now. They're cool to the touch. What? <laughs> it's just you know. Okay. So we have these, but could we get a cap if they wanted that instead or a mug Highly or unlikely. whatever? Oh, it is? Well, I mean, I, I, I can attempt that. I just right. uh, would hate to promise that. Because I thought we just filled it out and then they mailed yeah, it to them. Yeah, yeah, maybe, That's what maybe I thought they happened. will. You know what? So it's whatever you want from the Pat Gray store. And okay. um, if it takes long, you know, just to blame. And where is that Pat Gray store? It's shop.theblaze.com, right? Shop.theblaze.com. That um, sounds like what I said. Okay, shop.theblaze.com. Also, uh, if you'd like to have your uh, home's title stolen, then don't do anything I'm about to tell you about. Um, and if you'd like, you know, you'd like to try to deal with this on your own and just see if you can, if it's just some kind of experiment, I don't recommend it because home title fraud is exploding. All our home's titles are online now, and so they're available where thieves can steal them, forge your name off of it, transfer it. And then take out a loan using your equity, and you get stuck with the payments. This is definitely something you don't want to have happen to you. Um, your home's title could already be compromised. Sign up at Home Title Lock and find out. HomeTitleLock.com. You'll get a free title scanner report. $100 value. They'll throw that in when you sign up at HomeTitleLock.com. <laughs> This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Triple eight, nine hundred thirty-three day three, and uh, of course, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, should you choose to do it that way, uh, some interesting uh, increases in our cost of living. Netflix is raising their prices for fifty-eight million U.S. subscribers as their costs rise. They're passing that along to us. <laughs> what? Hmm. Netflix is raising their prices uh, 13 to 18%. Biggest increase since the company launched its video streaming service 12 years ago. Uh, its most popular plan will see the largest hike uh, going up to 13 bucks a month from 11 Yeah, it's kind of worth it, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's $2. So, yeah, there's a lot uh, am I going to have a cow on that? No. No, I'm not. Wait, did you just say you're not going to have a cow? I'm not going to have a cow. No. Wow, 1988 <laughs> called. <laughs> Once it's uh, phrases back. Don't have a cow, man. And that'll come back around just like it did for Romney when they called and wanted their policy back. Yeah. Uh, now what do you say about Russian policy? <laughs> huh? He's just ahead of the curve. <laughs> That's right. Wow, so don't have a cow. Right, next time exactly. Romney it's it's coming back. Drop some policy. I'm bringing it back. Uh, the extra ha- cash will help pay for Netflix's huge investment in original shows and films and finance the heavy debt it's assumed to ward off rivals like Amazon, Disney, and AT&T. I mean, they've got so much original content there now. If you watched watched only Netflix original content from now until the end of the year, I don't think you could see everything. 
Well, Jeffy will put that to the test. <laughs> I bet he will. <laughs> I'll bet he will. Oh. But I mean, I, that's all I use. That's all we watch is Netflix or Amazon, pretty much. Yep. Watch Netflix, watch Amazon. Watch mm-hmm. Amazon, watch Netflix. Mix any Hulu in there? For yeah, every once in a while, but my wife's too cheap to pay for the no commercial thing, so it's really irritating to have commercials again. Hold on a second. What does she say when, when you say, hey, I want I want Hulu upgrade? I'm not going to pay $70 more dollars. Hey. I'm not going to Hang on, hang on. That's a tough one to get, and I just got it on the, on the Pat Gray bingo right yeah, here. You, you did. So, okay. I'm not going to pay you the extra $70. Yeah. yeah, I already got that. Do something We've else. got enough of those subscriptions. I'm not going to pay for that. Hey, okay. whenever you're trying to watch something, do you, uh-huh. does it ever buffer for you? And the little circle shows up on the thing, or do you have a really good internet? Because I live no, it's pretty bonus. good. I mean, every once in a while, but, but like not if very you often. if if you did have that little circle, like what would you say as you looked at the screen? <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. I'm, I'm not trying to win it. Pat Gray Bingo. I'm not gonna make it that easy. It's available for you. on Twitter now at Pat Unleashed. By the way, you're not the only one who could win if I did it. Wait, uh, so it's got to happen naturally. Well, we I'm not going to force it. I'm not going to force it. Wait, wait. We all have the same card, so just who muck and fudge is going to have to come up with extra different cards, you know? Okay. Uh, so Netflix had nearly 79 million subscribers outside the U.S. as of September. So mm-hmm. you add that to the 58 million in the United States. That's a lot of subscribers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I told a Jeffy joke there, so I got the center square on bingo, just to let okay. you know. So, right. so, so they have how many subscribers do they have around the world? A lot. You just said the number. Do you I did. Well, what you said? let's see, 5120, and then nine, right, six, taking too 17, long. So if 137 million. So if you're looking ish to see all the countries that are represented in the Netflix portfolio, right, mm-hmm. where the areas they cover, what would you need to see which countries are uh, are, are represented? What would you need to be looking at? A globe. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. What am I, a, uh, like a chew toy? Uh, chew toy? Uh, like a, yeah, like go, a, go have a cow over there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I got two. I got a Jeffy joke and a Jackie voice, so I'm, I'm going uh, right down the middle here. Okay, good, good. Uh, this is interesting because uh, one of the geniuses on MSNBC has let us in on a secret. Um, you know, obviously Trump is a racist. We we've all got that, right? Mm-hmm. Not only is he stupid for saying hamburgers, hamburgers. in a tweet, mm-hmm. but of course he's obviously racist. Uh, and, of course. Um uh MSNBC let us know that he's about the only one, or at least people like him. Here's what she had to say. A parallel on the left. There just there just it, it doesn't. There isn't. Wait, what? There isn't a strain of racism on the left. I don't so so I think that, that this gets brushed under the rug. People sort of tolerate it's been normalized, like you just said, they don't have anywhere else to go, so they attach to the Republican Party. Um Okay. Putin? Where what country do you live in? There's no racism on the left. There's no parallel on the left at all. Nobody's racist on the left. This is the same they just they just aren't. The same ilk wow. that says, boy, America's oh got so many God. deep-seated problems. There's still racism run wow. rampant in this country. But only on the right. Only on the right. And nobody, everybody nobody. sits there like bumps on logs saying nothing? That is unbelievable. Oh. I I mean, you, you've got this week, you've got Rashida Tlaib, who has been hanging out with these anti-Jewish people who refer to uh, Jews as Zionist terrorists. Uh, she she wants a one-state solution, by the way, in the Middle East mm. that doesn't include Israel. Mm. 
first Palestinian American congresswoman. She called Donald Trump an MFer. That's right. Uh, <laughs> she didn't apologize for any of that. And and she is um, uh, a very uh, she's not she's not white. You know what I mean. No. So so, but but her She's criticism of the, on the left too. But her criticism of the president who is white—it's mm-hmm. never, never um, rooted in in racism. No, no, when no. it comes from the no, other direction. Uh-uh. Okay, good, good to know. Hanging out with people who refer to uh, Israelis as criminal Zionists—I uh, just this is—you've got okay, Barack Obama with his racist comments. Uh, we went to some of his comments earlier. To show that the media never cared about anything he ever said. I don't know if there's a better indication of that than Obama's racist comments. Uh, Anybody remember what he said about his grandmother? Poor grandmother, yep. I mean, it's it's really something else. Uh, There's no way around this being racist. She is a uh, typical white person. Typical white person who... who, uh, uh, you know, if, if she, she sees somebody sees, on the street right, see somebody, that she doesn't know, that she doesn't you know, know. there's a reaction, yeah, a reaction that's been bred into, bred into her, uh, right? Our experience. Oh, our experience. He caught himself at the end there. <laughs> he didn't want to say bred into her because that was, that's been bred into, uh, mm-hmm. you know, our experiences. <laughs> okay, so she's a typical white person who when she sees a black person on the street, she gets scared. That's not racist, though. That wasn't racist. No. Don't even worry about no. that. There, there is no racism on the left. There isn't any. So don't worry about it. God, just, it's, it's un- unbelievable. Uh, 888-933-93. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. I was reading about uh, something I'd, I'd never heard of. There's a Hindu festival coming up. Oh, cool. Where? And it will be, I believe it's in uh, India. Uh-huh. And I believe it will be the, or is it in Pakistan? Indian, okay, it's the Indian city of uh, of something I can't pronounce, it's, it, but it's in an Indian city. Um, so it will be the largest gathering of human beings in the history of human beings. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Uh, they expect 120 million Hindus to gather for this festival. A hundred, not 120,000. Not one million, a hundred and twenty million people. I mean, that's going to take more than just a farm in upstate New York. Yeah, to, yeah. to house all those folks. Well, they're using a hundred and eighty-five square miles. I think it it is. Um, they're 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 going to have uh, yeah, hundred and eighty-five miles of roads, two dozen pontoon bridges, a hospital. You would think they'd need more than one, because wow. where is the city with 120 million people? Oh my there there gosh. isn't one. This is, it doesn't exist. This is going to be a disaster for... 40 police stations, 120,000 toilets. None of that sounds like enough. Disease. For 120 oh. million people? Yeah. This is going to be... Yes. Bad. All in the same place? And what is the point? At this? night, well, it's a Hindu festival. <clears throat> okay. At night, it's illuminated by more than 40,000 lights. Uh, the core of the festival is the estimated 200,000 Hindu saints that are going to show up. And that's what everybody's, I guess, coming to see. Wait a minute now. or 200,000 Hindu saints will be there. Charge your phones, huh? Yeah. Good grief. Right? So wait a minute. Wait. Two, what? 
What? What part? <laughs> You're right. <laughs> no, what part? Wait, in attendance. It is so amazing. What's the threshold to be a saint in Hinduism? I That's don't, what I want to know. I don't know. I, I wasn't interested enough to because look that up. Because there's 200,000 <laughs> Hindu saints that are living. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. Wow. Apart from building the toilets and deploying an army of more than 9,000 nine, night sweepers to collect or treat waste, <laughs> authorities are trying to keep uh, the river flowing at optimum speed Fast enough to avoid stagnation, but not too quick that it washes away the people who are bathing in it. Oh, come on. Stampeders are another constant threat. 36 people were killed by a crush at the train station uh, for this event uh, at the most recent gathering. In 19... (laughs) Listen to this. In 1954, an elephant charged a crowd... And killed more than 500 people. Uh, Get out of the way. (laughs) You don't see the elephant coming? Oh, my gosh. Well, you probably can't. There's so many many people there. 500 people were killed. That is crazy. What town is this again? Uh, Praia Garage. Spell it. Mm P-R-A-Y-A-G-R-A-J. Praia Gouage. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, 120 million people all together. Wow. You got to believe there's going to be some kind of pandemic that sweeps that area, gross, don't you? man. Yeah. That would be, I mean, crazy. I found it. I found that town. I see it. How big is the town itself without the festival? I don't know. Does it say? What am I looking at here, Pat? Some epidemiologists and historians trace the first cholera pandemic in the 19th century uh, to this. I bet they do. Yeah, to this. What is this right here I'm looking at? What is this? That's India. The part of it right there. It's a geographic area is what I would call it. (laughs) (laughs) So... I told you I'm not gonna make this easy that easy for you. Yeah, I hear you. You're not gonna get it on the first day. No, <laughs> absolutely not. Okay, how long is it gonna take me? I don't know, a but days. a while, longer than a day. I'll tell you that. Uh, <laughs> all right, let me tell you about Riduzone. If you're looking for a way to uh, get some help in losing weight, you know, maybe you made this your New Year's resolution and it's already tough. Um, Riduzone was launched by a local company who produced a metabolite of olive oil and created this patented product that helps you control your appetite, lose weight. It boosts your metabolism and it helps burn fat. And, uh, and also you, you just eat less. So you take a couple of these before a meal and it's just going to help you control yourself, uh, and lose weight. Now, Sarah Gonzalez, who hosts the news and why it matters has used this for a long time, and obviously she looks great. But she says she used to struggle with cravings every day until Riduzone. Give it a try. You can get 30% off right now by going to Riduzone.com and entering the promo code PAT. Riduzone.com, R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E.com, promo code PAT, and you'll get 30% off a three-month supply. It's Riduzone.com. It's Pat Gray unleashed on the Blakes. Here's a stunning story. You won't believe this. At the midpoint of Donald Trump's first term, the establishment media's obvious hostility 
shows no signs of relenting. 90% of the network TV coverage has been negative. Wow. 90%. You know, I'm surprised it's it's just 90. Mm Mm-hmm. Because it... All of it, see, outside of Fox News, it's virtually all negative. I mean, when you've got a president who tweets out the word <laughs> hamburgers, <laughs> I mean, he deserves his comeuppance. Are you kidding me? You can't be, How can this guy be president? Cannot tolerate that. Not when you misspell the word hamburgers. Yeah. <laughs> That's... So good. Thank it you. should be 90%. Yeah. It should be a thousand percent. It should be a thousand percent. Am I right? Who's You're with right. me on that? You're so right. <laughs> <laughs> I love oh. the fact that they excused every single thing Obama ever did. To him, to, to them, there was nothing to ever say about him. Why? What would we ever say about Barack Obama? I remember SNL saying, well, there's, yeah, we don't joke there's, about him. There's nothing funny about there's him. Nothing to make there's fun nothing funny. <laughs> There's nothing funny about him. What? Okay. I mean, that's how bad it was, though. Try harder, SNL. That's how bad it was. So ridiculous. Uh, 888-933-93. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, Just to Muck and Fudge tweets. Come on. Keith. (laughs) He has to do the whole bit or play the clip for maps, not just say the word. And that didn't count, by the way. Wait, whoa, 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 huh? I don't think you're getting the spirit of the game, but thanks for getting Jackie's voice out there. I got Jackie's voice out there. <laughs> yes, you did. Mm-hmm. Got Jeffy uh, Joke. TJ Toppin. Jeffy Joke in the free space. Just <laughs> makes sense. Uh, and from Cocaine Quail from Misery. <laughs> cocaine Quail from Misery. Because we're spending money to yeah. test uh, coca- the effects of cocaine on quail and their sexual habits. You, you say that like you're surprised. Uh-huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. If Keith thinks he can lure Pat into saying, mm, he's butt stupid. And neither of those count when I'm just reading it from somebody But you else. didn't even say it. If I Keith know. can lure you into I'm saying, I'm just not mm? going to say that word for you. What I'm is, not going to mm? do it. I'm not going to do it. Maps? I don't know. I don't know. Oh. You figure it out. Wait, keep right? talking. You're close to another one here. Am I? Yeah. Uh, 888-900-3393. <laughs> Did you notice that uh, Steve King voted for the resolution against him yesterday? Yeah, I mean, I guess since the resolution was... <clears throat> he said, know, I agree it. with everything in it, yeah. so uh, I'm going to vote yes. <laughs> yeah, that was that was sad yesterday watching <laughs> it was, that. It was really C-span, sad. You know, it was like one person after another just ripping Steve King apart, and he's the only one that stood up to defend himself or talk mm-hmm. good about himself. Now, and, uh, I know Steve King. I mean, I don't know him super well. Yeah. I've met him several times. We've been at events together. He's a good man. Mm-hmm. He's a really good man. I don't believe he's a racist. I, I don't know what happened here. And like he keeps saying, he's pointed out many times, there's no audio of this. Nobody recorded it. So uh, did I say it the way they wrote it? I, if, if, if I did, you've taken it out of context because I was talking about Western civilization, not white supremacy. In the context of when did that become a bad thing? You know, when did Western civilization become a bad thing? Everybody knows white nationalism and white supremacy is bad. Everybody knows it, including Steve King. And we, come on. And for, for everybody to desert him right now, for all the Republicans to desert him at this time, uh, I think it's kind of despicable. Yeah, now you've got, uh, I forgot which newspaper it was in uh, Iowa, um, calling for him to resign. 
Yeah, some mm-hmm. Republicans are calling for his resignation. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, if you do this, you've driven a good man out of office. Uh, is he pro-legal immigration? You bet. Is he anti-illegal immigration? Yes. Who isn't in the who in their right mind isn't? But he's not. He's not a white supremacist. Come on, Republicans. He's just, he's not. And it's understandable. The Democrats do this to people all the time. But when you've got the Republicans jumping on the bandwagon too and beating a guy they know, they know him. They know he's not like this. It's just, it's despicable. But anyway, yesterday he said, uh, I agree with the language in it. So I want to ask my colleagues on both sides of the aisle, let's vote for this resolution. I'm putting up a yes on the board here because what you state here is right and it's true and it's just so uh he was even mentioned in in the resolution whereas on january 10th 2019 representative steve king was quoted as asking white nationalist white supremacist western civilization civilization how did that language become offensive well he knows how white supremacists became offensive he knows how white nationalist is offensive. He's talking Western civilization. Do you doubt that? Because I, I don't. I, I don't doubt it. It's uh, look. Let's just say. Let's just let's just think of the worst here. Let's say he actually believes that. Okay, which mm-hmm. I don't believe he does. But let's just say he does for the sake of this argument. The man has been in Congress how long? He's smart enough to know when he's giving an interview that he would mm-hmm. never say that out loud. Again, right. I don't believe that he believes that, but let's just go on the premise that he does. He's not going to verbalize that. This was a complete taken out of context thing. Yep. And um, and yep. and he's on the wrong side of the aisle. He could be the uh, the pro Palestinian anti Israel lady who calls uh, the president an mf'er, mm-hmm. and he's not going to hear a peep. And but he's got the wrong letter after his name. And nobody has said a word about that. Nobody said a word about Rashida Tlaib. Nobody in Congress is saying, "Hey, how is this racist?" How is this Jew hater? How is this anti-Israel hate monger in office in the United States of, of America? Nobody's saying it. Yep. Nobody. But they're going after uh, Steve King. Because they've hated him forever. Yep. And because he has an R after his name and not a D, so he loses that insulation from any criticism whatsoever. No question about it. And it's it's just really it's sad to see this happen to him. Uh because I, I don't believe for a second that he's he's who they're claiming he is. No. Meanwhile, the Los Angeles Teachers Union, <clears throat> who advocates for illegal aliens, is now complaining about uh, crowded classrooms. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm sorry, but you're part of the problem, kids. <laughs> About 30,000 Los Angeles teachers and school employees are holding education hostage, demanding higher pay and smaller class sizes. Uh, on picket lines across the district on Monday, <clears throat> striking teachers were holding pr- protest signs in the rain as they swapped horror stories about classes with 40 or more students packed in like sardines. Mm. What they didn't talk about was how the teachers' union immigration policies are contributing to overcrowded schools and their demands for more staff to handle the situation. 
It's uh, it's ironic Good that, golly. Uh, that the public school system in L.A. is having such a tough time with math. <laughs> yeah. words, you're, you're adding kids, Isn't it? Uh-huh. and then that makes it mm-hmm. more crowded. Yeah, kids who probably shouldn't be there because they shouldn't even be in the country. But do you think metrics involved? Maybe that's it? Uh, maybe. maybe. So there may be no way to know, right? But it's absolutely not about pay raises. It's about class size reduction. In other words, hire more teachers, according to teacher Andrea Cohen. We want to have fully staffed schools. That means librarians, nurses, psychiatric social workers, and their interns. Sorry, did you? How many psychiatric social workers did you have at your school when you went? Because wow. I, the grand total of mine, yeah. I'm going to try to uh, see. I'm trying to count them all in every uh-huh. school I attend. Uh-huh. Carry, carry the one. Did you carry the one. Um, none. Yeah, me, uh, zero. Me neither. me neither. Zero psychiatric social workers or their interns. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so good. We have 46, 45. 46, 45, 50. <laughs> okay. Students at a class. That's unacceptable. Yeah, well, then quit advocating for illegals to be there. It's just, it's just so ridiculous. UTLA doesn't define its demands for fully staffed schools. Los Angeles Unified School District negotiators offered to add nearly 1,200 more educators, counselors, nurses, and librarians with hard limits on class sizes. The district also bumped up its previous offer by $24 million with a proposed 6% raise and back pay uh, for the last school year. <clears throat> but the uh, union president said that was woefully inadequate. Hmm. Well, then maybe you just accept the people who should be there actually being there in your schools and have the illegals go back to schools where, I don't know, they should be going to school (laughs) in their country of origin. It's too simple. (laughs) It is. It does seem like a pretty easy easy fix. Because actually, we just read this the other day, the U.S. population is actually going down. We're actually not producing enough babies here to even replenish our population. So the overcrowding's coming from somewhere outside of the country. So <laughs> again, you're, again, you're you're leaning on math. Yeah, I know. And uh, I the know. public schools, so there's a challenge there, just uh, inherent. But at least these teachers aren't spelling hamburgers, hamburgers. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. What a maroon. Man, he is. <laughs> that Donald Trump. Can we impeach him over that? Oh, we should. <laughs>